Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Today I have with me Sister Alva from Santan Valley Apostolic Church. Hello, Sister Alva. Hi, Savannah. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, doing great. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's an honor. Thank you for joining. Thank you for accepting my invitation. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with you here today. Amen. I'm very glad. I'm very blessed to have you on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Sister, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do for fun? Um, so I don't have very many hobbies. Um, being a single mom and working, it doesn't leave much room or time for or much, but I do enjoy reading a good book. So whenever I have the chance to do that, um, I, I love to read. So um, maybe sometimes do a little knitting too, but um, I try to do as much as I can, but sometimes I start off a beanie and then never finish it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. That's good. Yes, I know you have two daughters. Yes. I don't know how hard it is, but I know you have two. <laughs> yep, I've got one teenager and one about to be a teenager, so I've got my hands full. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, is there anything that you would like to add like before we start? Um, no, just um just wanted to thank you again for having me on. Um, it's a real honor to be with you and just wanted to um, congratulate you for doing this. Um, I really admire your um, your willingness to um, be used by God and do this podcast. Uh, I, I love the fact that you're so young, but you have such fire for God and that's amazing. So I pray that you continue and that um, it just keeps growing. Amen. Thank you, sister. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to say anything about like your church or your background before we start? Yeah, sure. Well, um, I was born and raised apostolic, so I've been in the apostolic church since day one. Um, I was, you know, I was all at all the activities and stuff. Um, I received the Holy Ghost when I was old at a youth junior camp. Um, I assisted, uh, to youth camps and to conventions and all that. Um, and when I was about, I was 14 when I, when I was baptized, Um, and, um, have been, um, trying my hardest to keep going and continue this, this narrow path, uh, with, um, you know, some big, a lot of victories. I shouldn't say some victories, a lot of victories. Um, yeah, here we are. That's good. That's good. Thank you, sister. Can you please share your part of your podcast? Can you please share your testimony? 
with us and what God has brought you out of, please, sister? Yeah, of course. So like I mentioned, I was um, born and raised in the Apostolic Church, um, you know, have been in this for a while. Um, I am now 40, so it's been a while. Um, but um, shortly um, after being baptized, I we were at the church that we were attending at the time. I became um, the little kid Sunday school teacher. So at a very young age, um, I began kind of uh, a ministry in the church. Um, I began working with the youth as well um, at the local church. I was on the local youth board a few years, um, going to camps and activities and, you know, everything in between. Um, and, you know, just on fire for God. And um, about... Um, I want to say about five years after I was baptized, we were at, at that church for a while. I was a junior. And um, our pastor at the time, uh, he passed. So my dad was appointed kind of the minister in charge at the time. So it was kind of a shift. Um, I mean, I had been, my dad had been a minister for a few years, so it wasn't any, really anything new, but becoming kind of the minister in charge was a little different. Um, and of course we were dealing with, and grieving the passing of our pastor. So it was a really hard time. It was a really difficult year. Um, later on, they bring on a new pastor. And of course, my dad is offered a church. Um, and he's offered a church and he's offered Queen Creek, which is now known as San Santam Valley, which is where we're at now. Uh, we've been there for 21 years. Um, but he's offered the church. And so we go to this church when we get there. It's a very small church in a very small town at the time. Um, and so coming from a church where there is a, a you know, a, a decent amount or a decent group of, of youth, and then you go to a small church where there's practically no youth, um, was really a culture shock for me. It was, it was, it was a shock and it was really different. And of course we we decided, you know, we we're like, no, we're, this is where God brought us and we're gonna work here. Um, but I did become very overwhelmed with the situation, um, and didn't handle it the best either. Um, I becoming a pastor's kid, you know, and then, um, just with so many different things going on at the time, um, really took a toll on me. Uh, the thing is that instead of, um, instead of, seeking God and finding refuge in God, um, I started slacking in my spiritual life. So I started um, slowly not praying as much, slowly not reading the Bible as much, slowly not going to church as much. Um, and of course, my excuse at the time was because the church was really far. We were still living in Goodyear. So for those that know Arizona, we were living in Goodyear and having to drive all the way to Cougar, which was about an hour and a half. Um, every time we had service or activities. Um, and I was working full time at the time too. So slowly I kind of stopped going in between like during the week. So little by little, I started slacking um, in my relationship with God. I wasn't praying as much. I wasn't reading as much. Um, I wasn't consecrating myself. And of course, when you do that, you start feeding the flesh and you start doing things little by little that at the time don't seem like much, but if you do little, little things 
over a long period of time, they add up and they become something big. And before I knew it, I really did not want to go to church. And I was struggling with this and being a youth and I guess not really having the support that um, I needed at the time. But then again, I didn't seek, which I'm sure if I would have spoken up and said, you know, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with the back or with um, with this whole situation of this new church, I'm sure I would have received the help that I needed. But I kept that all in and just acted out. So um, I began not going to church. I started hanging out with friends that weren't from church. Um, I started um, just doing things that that are not right before God. And in, if I'm being honest, um, I began I began to hang out with friends that were partying and going to places that no Christian girl should go. Right. So um, that obviously was a really hard time for my parents because I'm the oldest and and it was something that they were not used to and it didn't. You know, they, it was almost like I, I poured a bucket of cold water on them. You know, they, they didn't see that coming at all. And so it was a really hard season. Um, I thank God for my praying parents because I know that they never stopped praying for me. And I know even the congregation and my close friends never stopped praying for me. And I thank God that that season didn't last very long. It didn't even last a year, I want to say. Um, and I... I was at church one time, and of course, you know, it's those times when you go to service and you really just don't want to be there. And I know that there, I'm not the only one that's felt that way, but of course I was there and I felt just obligated to be there. And it was a pastor's day. And just hearing the word and, and everything, I can't tell you exactly what it was, but I just felt the spirit, you know, something that I hadn't felt in, in a few months, like it had been probably even over a year that I hadn't felt the spirit of God, just, just that fire. And I, I just felt it. And I, I felt this remorse and I knew that what I was doing was wrong, obviously, because I've been raised in the church and I knew um, that according to God's word, I was not acting like a child. of. And so I thank God because he, he pulled me out of there. He pulled me out of, um, out of that, out of um, becoming even of it becoming worse than what it was. Um, I'm not saying that the things I did were were right or they weren't that bad. They were, but um, I could have probably gotten a whole lot worse. Um, and I thank God for my praying parents and and for just everybody that I know at the time was was interceding for me. Um, and so I I started a little bit, you know, because. I was still kind of, I felt ashamed because I knew people knew. And so, um, of course, you when, you when you are doing things that aren't right before God and you start going back to church, you feel a little ashamed. And so I started going little by little again. And then um, youth camp time came around. And I was very hesitant to go because I knew, I knew in my heart that um, God was going to come from me you know, and he had done so, but I had been holding back. And I knew that the moment I went to camp, it was going to be just out there. And I was going to be confronted with um, what I was doing wrong. 
And so I was really hesitant to go, but my friends from church, um, you know, they convinced me and they're like, just, let's just go, you know, it'd be great if you went with us. And of course they were, they were just awesome. And so I decided to go and sure enough, God just moved in such a mighty way. Like he always does. Um, I received the Holy ghost again and I just felt so, I felt liberated. I felt liberated from the shame that I felt um, because not only did I feel ashamed, but I felt like I had betrayed my parents. I had betrayed my congregation, but most importantly, I felt like I had betrayed God in such a big way. And so it's hard, you know, and I, I completely get it when people that um, are already baptized and go through a situation like that where they leave church. Um, and when they come back, it, it's, I always feel for, for, for those people because I know how it feels. The last thing you want is to be reminded or reprimanded or, or pointed at, you know? And so, um, I just, I'm so thankful for the people around me that accepted me and, and loved me and encouraged me and prayed for me and really um, fought with me for my salvation. So after that camp, of course, um, we came back. And ever since then, um, I was like, you know what, never again. And so ever since then, just continuing to work for God, continuing to work in, you know, in the church and, and all those things. Um, and, and just you know, ever since then, um, God really um, showed me so much because for a long time, um, I felt, like I said, I felt ashamed, but for a long time, I didn't want to talk about it, not because I was ashamed anymore, but I just felt like there was no need. But as I grew, you know, as the years passed, I realized sometimes those bad things, because God's word says that everything works together for the good of those who love him. So I feel that 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 what I passed through or what I went through that situation or that season um, can be a testimony to someone else, you know, and there's people, not just young people, but also people that I've been in the church for years that we constantly struggle um, not so much with our faith in God, but just with continuing maybe with certain situations that happen at church. But I just, whoever's listening today, I just want to encourage you, no matter what is going on, um, no matter what happens in our world, no matter what happens in our churches, God deserves all the glory and all the honor. He deserves um, everything from us. He deserves, he, he is worthy of all our praise. He is worthy of all our love. He is worthy of us, of us giving our all to him. And so, um, yeah, after that, I mean, I just, I, I, I feel encouraged now because I feel like I can relate to whoever is going through something like that, you know, um, to whoever is struggling with their faith, whoever um, feels like, you know what, I don't want to continue in church because I know how it is. Sometimes we feel like, like church is just a set of rules. Like they're always telling me what I can't do. And in reality, it's not really telling us what we can't do. It's really more of a, a protection because I can tell you firsthand, there is nothing good for you out there in the world. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing beneficial can come from living a worldly life. 
at first it feels like freedom, but you soon you you know that it's it, it's just it's just a facade. It's just like a it, that's just not the way it is. And you come to realize that life without God is just empty. It's lonely and it's sad, you know, and I've known that firsthand. I know that my life without Jesus is, is nothing. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of part of my testimony. Um, I can go through like so many because I've been through so much, but um, I just want to kind of concentrate on that part of it. Um, just, you know, if anybody's feeling discouraged, just know that um, there are people that, that see you and feel you and are praying for you. Um, you know, no matter how hard it can be, if you're feeling um, overwhelmed by something, you know, seek help. Someone that you trust. Um, so you're not in it alone because that's what I did. That's what I did. Um, I kind of kept it all in. And instead of speaking up or even taking it to God, you know, and then speaking to my parents and telling them how I was feeling, um, I, I, I totally acted out and just went the wrong way, went the wrong path and, and started doing things that weren't right. I really do encourage whoever may be feeling that way to just, you know, speak up. First of all, pray, pray about it. Um, don't slack in your spiritual life. Keep keep praying. Keep reading. I know sometimes when we pray, it feels like our prayers don't go very far, um, but they do. I mean, just you know, like like the little um, like little Dory says on uh, Finding Nemo, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, and that's what we got to do. We just got to keep going and keep going until the day when He comes for us, or if if it's God's will, you know? So, um, so yes, that's, that's kind of part of my testimony. So, um, I don't know if you have any other questions or if you wanted me to. Amen. Thank you, sister. Um, you could honestly say, and you could add anything else you want to, it could be as long as you want. You could add anything. You could say verses. Okay. So yeah, first, um, I kind of I want to share. Okay. So the verse I have, or verses I should say, uh, it's in Ephesians, um, verses uh, through ten. So I'm going to read them real quick. So it says, "For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing." It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that boast. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So I really like this verse because it is really by his grace that I am here. Um, his grace has been infinite. I know not just towards me, but in my life, um, it's grace that has sustained me through so much. And so, I mean, I just, whoever's listening, um, just know that God's grace is abundant. Uh, his love for us is never ending. And it doesn't matter what you do. Um, 
he will always, of course, we need to come with a repentance and a, a whole heart and accept that we did wrong and then never do it again. You know, try your hardest to, to be faithful and a righteous life um, that God intended for us to do. I also want to read really quick um, in Romans. And I know this is a very uh, popular verse, um, but I want to read it real quick. So it is Romans. Let me go ahead and bring it up. I'm reading from my uh, from my Bible app. So give me a minute while this. So it is Romans chapter eight, and it's verses um, 37, 39. And it says, and I'm reading from the ESV version. As no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So right here, the word of God tells us that nothing can separate us from his love. So even if you are feeling like you're too far gone, you are not. While there is life, there is and God is waiting for us with arms wide open. He will always receive us every time we come back. Amen. Yes, for my two verses I wanted to share today. Thank you, sister. I love the Romans one. That one's a really good verse. Yeah. Yes, that's one of my favorites. That's actually, um, that verse was kind of our base scripture um, when I first started out with the youth. And we, um, we, that verse and, and made it our, kind of our theme, I guess. We were more than conquerors. And I, I really, obviously, I believe it because the word of God tells me. But, um, yeah, it just was ingrained in my heart at a young age. So it's one of my favorites, for sure. Amen. That's, 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 that, I like that verse. <laughs> Romans. Yeah. It's a good book. Thank you, sister. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Any words of encouragement to our viewers or to our listeners? <laughs> um, no, and I, I mean, I feel like I've said it like already and being redundant, but just don't be discouraged or if you are feeling this, seek God and seek help or speak to someone you trust, you know, to someone that um, you would look up to or that you feel you know, would be able to give you some encouragement, maybe your pastor, your youth leader, your parents, you know, my parents have been my confidants. I don't know how many. So I'll seek help, you know, because sometimes people don't know that you're struggling. So 
you know, because, you know, all those things are spiritual. It's in our hearts. It's in our minds. So it's not like I can see when someone is is, is discouraged. Um, seek help. Seek God. Um, don't, don't let the enemy convince you that you are not loved because you are so loved, not just by Jesus, but I'm sure by your 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 family and your friends and 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 whatever congregation you're attending. So, so don't don't let those thoughts take hold of you. See God and 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 read your Bible because that's where you find the promises of God and that's where you where God speaks to you. So don't, don't stop. Don't ever stop reading the Word of God. Amen. Thank you so much, sister, for sharing your testimony on my podcast. It was such a pleasure having you. No, thank you so much. Like I said, thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this. Um, For all you do, Um, I know you're, uh, I know you work hard at your local church too. So, so keep doing that. Keep, um, Keep helping out. Um, keep helping your your pastor, um, and just you know, I know God has great things for for New Life Church. I really do. You guys are doing an awesome job there. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. <laughs> Thank you, sister, for joining us today on my podcast. Thank you to my viewers for listening to Sister Ella's powerful testimony and what she had to say. And God bless you guys. Sister Alva, may you please lead us out in a prayer? Yeah, of course. So let's pray. Jesus, we come before you. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity you have given us. To share, God, uh, what you've done for us, what you've done for me in life. Thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy, for your never ending. Thank you, Jesus, for us. Lord, I pray for all those that are listening, Lord, that you may encourage them, that you may um, fill them, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. You may know, Lord, they are not alone, that you love them, that you for them, Lord, and that you're always waiting for them, even when we stray. I ask that you keep blessing this podcast, Lord. Bless our sister Savannah and her family. We thank you, Jesus, for her life, and we bless her life. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Alva. Have a great day. God bless you. And talk to you real God soon. bless you. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.